You're listening to the Set Life Podcast with Reed Petro. The only weekday show dedicated to news, tech, tips, and techniques on all things cinematography. Hello, listeners. Like you, I am always looking to add that extra touch to my visuals, and the Complete Vibe LUT library has it all. Over 1,000 LUTs with 63 cinematic color and black and white looks to create powerful images. Why? Well, because they are crafted specifically for your camera. Sony, Blackmagic, Canon, Red, Panasonic, Fuji, and so many more. Bring your cinematic visions to life and get noticed. Learn more at readreidmpetro.com slash store. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Sutlick Podcast. I'm Reed, and today we're going to talk about five reasons why uh, director of photographers get hired for projects and uh, what that means when you know, producers are looking at you, maybe directors are looking at you and considering you for a project. So let's get into this. No particular order. The first one is uh, you're going to get hired based on um, communication and leadership skills. Uh, The job of a cinematographer, director of photographer on any project is about communicating you know, what you want to, to have happen, your, the vision, the director's vision, and how to accomplish that. And so if you're using, if you're on a one-man band kind of job, then maybe you won't need as much um, communication skills or leadership skills. But once you start growing out the crew and you have people, electricians, operators, uh, a gaffer, a key grip under you, then those leadership skills and your ability to communicate with them and get on the same page is going to be massive in terms of uh, how you get the work done and the efficiency you are and how well you work to create the director's and the producer's vision, right? i say the second thing that a uh, director of photography is going to get hired for is the consistency of their work. So are they hitting a high bar in terms of quality every single project are they when they go onto a project is this a consistent um, kind of thing that they have maybe they're looking for a consistent style maybe it's a consistency of quality right I think of you know when you're looking at a reel the 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 worst piece the worst image in that reel can say a lot about the cinematographer than all of their best pieces um, and all their best images in there, and and it can really bring it down. So, I think directors and especially producers who are looking at you know is this person legit is going to look at the consistency of their work overall, and and take that into consideration. The third thing I would say is uh, you know the speed of their work. So can they get the job done in a an efficient way? Does it take them a long time to do setups? Does it take them a long time to problem solve? You know, being fast on set is crucial for both the director and the producer. Producer, they're going to save money by, you know, uh, working fast and getting the content that they need and and staying within schedule. And the director wants a cinematographer that's going to work fast too because they want to get as much content as they can 
that means as much takes as they can get with the actors. Uh, you know, all the shots that they want um, in the day. And so your speed as a cinematographer goes into those two aspects. The fourth thing I would say is uh, their dedication to the director, producer, and the content. What do I mean by dedication? That can mean a lot of different things, but some of the things that I think about are pre-production. So working uh, closely with the director and the producer in during pre-production, going on tech scouts, being in communication with them, sharing ideas, collaborating, uh, problem solving with them, just being just being at in a team with the two of them. If they feel like the cinematographer, you know, is not doesn't have their best interest in mind or isn't kind of pulling the weight uh, in terms of, of of pre-production or maybe not doing their homework, that's going to be a red flag for them. They're going to say, "Hey, Maybe they're not as dedicated to this or they're not, you know, wanting to make the best content. And so I think the work and the time that you put in with the directors, with the producer and with the content itself in terms of maybe researching or doing homework on your own end is, is pays dividends in terms of if you're going to get hired or if they're going to considering hiring you. And, and that might be something that they work with you once and they find that out through the process, right? Because obviously, unless you have references, they're not going to know. But that is going to come back to get you in the next one, you know, when they're looking to rehire or thinking about you again to work on a project. And I would say the last thing, <laughs> the reason why a cinematographer gets hired is their personal aesthetic judgment. So... You know, what, how is their visual language? Uh, what is their aesthetic um, tendencies towards? Uh, can, they, can they QC uh, the, the project that's going on? And do they have the sensibilities to help light, help, you know, set the camera, right? All those things that go into what a lot of people would, you know, think about in terms of a cinematographer. But for me, I think that that's only just a fraction of what a cinematographer's job is. In that all, you know, the other aspects that we just talked about, you know, plays into the, uh, you know, you getting hired just as much. So that is it for today's podcast. Um, I hope that you got something out of this. I hope that there is some bit of nugget of wisdom in there. Um, and if you do enjoy this and do, do enjoy the episodes, then um, leaving a review or a rate um, on whatever platform you're on really helps a ton and spreading the word and, and getting people to, um, to hear about these uh, this topic and the, the info and sharing it with others. So stay safe. Thanks again. And I will talk to you in the next episode. Thanks for listening. Have questions? Email the setlife podcast at gmail.com. If you enjoyed the show, please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get this podcast. 